We do welcome you again this morning. God bless you for coming, those joining online. You can turn to Luke 18, verse 1. It will be our first text for this morning, and we'll be going through many. Luke 18, verse 1. As it is Prayer Sunday for our capital campaign, the theme of our campaign is, would you read it with me together on the screen? Building for the future. Expanding spaces, changing lives. All by the power of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Being Prayer Sunday, we commence together to take a spiritual journey for the next six weeks. And we have prepared, the Bereans Campaign Spiritual Emphasis Team has prepared a daily devotional for each of you, for our church family and friends. And it'll be a great opportunity to be on a spiritual journey together as we go through God's Word on various themes for the next six weeks from today, Prayer Sunday, October 1st, through Commitment Sunday on November the 12th. The highlights of the devotional are at each week is a particular theme and also an optional activity to emphasize that particular theme for that week. And then each day will be Scripture and meditation and a brief thought on prayer and the opportunity for you to pray. Each day's devotion can be read in just a few minutes, and this gives you plenty of time to meditate and to pray as you desire. There are two ways to participate. Uh, Starting today, a daily email will be sent with each day's devotion to everyone on our email list of our church family and friends. And if you're not yet on that email list, Uh, notify our church office. You can be added to that, those online as well, if you would like to get that daily email for the next six weeks. Then there are also uh, printed copies are available at the welcome desk as you leave for those here in the worship center. Um, These are printed copies that have each day's devotion in them, and we trust that you'll take advantage of that if you'd like to do it with this, or uh, feel free to uh, just do it with the emails that will be coming each day. Then also on Thursdays of each week for the next six weeks from between noon and 1 p.m. all the way through Commitment Sunday on November 12th, we're asking everyone to spend some time between noon and 1 p.m., some time in prayer for our campaign and God's blessing on us. Uh, Then we also have uh, free refrigerators. I mean, free refrigerator magnets, that's what we mean. (laughs) A little different in size, right? When I was typing that out, I thought, oh, I better, yeah, yeah, it's free refrigerator magnets of our logo, and uh, these you can take in place wherever you'd like to remind you to pray for our campaign. Imagine we could get a good crowd if we offered free refrigerators for everybody. (laughs) That would be great. Then we're excited, uh, the spiritual emphasis team uh, is excited about the prayer walk that we've talked about and worked on. On Saturday, November 11th, just the day before Commitment Sunday, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., we're inviting everyone, adults, students, and children, invited to come and walk throughout our facilities. We'll have various prayer stops representing our ministries. And like an open house, you can arrive when you like and stay as long as you desire. You're going to come, and we invite you to come and spend some special time in prayer and talking to God in this special place where God has provided for us to meet weekly and to worship Him. You can bring a friend, or you can pray quietly by yourself, you can pray quietly in small groups, but we'll give you a map and have you moving through 
uh, our, all of our facilities, offering God prayer and asking for his continued blessing as we walk through this campaign. Prayer Sunday, a needy, powerful people. And as we take this spiritual journey together, what I've done is I've taken each week's theme from the daily devotion as my main points for the message today. And during the message this morning, we will spend some time in prayer. Isn't that a novel idea? On Prayer Sunday, we're going to spend some time in prayer. And we'll be led in prayer by the other members of the Spiritual Emphasis team. And following three of the prayers, we will actually join in prayer together by singing familiar words to our great God. And may we move forward in that worship to Him. Then at the end of my message this morning, I'm going to ask all who would be so inclined, no one's uh, just totally up to you, but we'd like you to come forward and kneel at the altar and we'll spend some time in the last prayer offered up this morning asking God for His blessing on us as a church family. Luke 18.1 Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to what? Pray and not to lose heart. Romans 12.12 This particular verse is in my office on the wall and I've leaned on it numerous times. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Colossians 4.2 Continue steadfastly in prayer being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Then Ephesians 6.18, would you read this together with me? Praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. And 1 Thessalonians 5.17, let's read. Pray without ceasing. Thank God for the wonderful privilege of prayer. Prayer exists because needs remain. Prayer exists because needs remain. Our greatest need is salvation by God from our sins. The Lord Jesus came as God sent His only Son into this world to give His life for us. As we were born into this world, we were born separated from God. We are actually sinners twice over. We are sinners by birth, and we are sinners by choice. And there's only one solution for the sin debt that we have, and that was the perfect sacrifice on our behalf to pay for our sins, and that came through the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He came to redeem us from our sins. He was born of the virgin. He lived a sinless life. He was falsely accused. He was crucified for our sins. He was buried. And on the third day, what happened? He arose. He's alive. And He's making intercession for us, for everyone who believes in Him. And it is through prayer that we come into salvation. It's not the prayer that saves us. Jesus does the saving. But our prayer acknowledges our need and our trust in Him. Read it with me. 
For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Thank God for His gift of salvation and the privilege that we can pray and know His salvation. Upon praying and receiving the Lord, we are put into God's family. God's family is called the church. The church is the body of Christ. To every true follower of Jesus, we are part of the church, His body. And we are called to grow in knowing Him. And we grow through God's Word, the Bible. God speaks to us. And in prayer, we talk to God. You would know and understand that any relationship that's going to grow has to have two-way communication. And so through God's Word, He speaks to us, and in prayer, we talk to God. Sad to say, when the word prayer is mentioned in a prayer service, announced too often, there is reluctance to participate. And that can be for many reasons. Fear of being called on to pray in public, or not knowing exactly how to pray, or not sure what to pray for. All these and many more impact many times a less than desirable attendance for prayer meetings. Often a lack of prayer can also be a wrong perspective, the wrong way of viewing prayer. Some see prayer as needed only in times of deep distress and great need. That's when, that's when I pray, when I'm in deep distress or great need. Others' prayer is trying to get things from God that we really don't, we, we, we think we really need, and we become very disappointed when God doesn't provide those for us. Uh, God, in some ways, to some people, is like a cosmic vending machine. You put the money in, you should get the amount out, and that's how prayer should work. Um, it's like the story of the man who felt he was in desperate need of money, but the truth was he was actually being selfish. However, he wanted to impress God that he knew some things about God, and so he said, God, I know that you are all-powerful and that you are mighty and you hold all time in your hand and you can do anything you want. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I want to pray to you because uh, you're so mighty. Um, a day with you is like eternity and a second is like a thousand years. And isn't that true, God? And God replied to the man, yes, that is true. A day is like an eternity with me, and a second is like a thousand years. The man said, well, God, if that's true, then a dollar must be like a million dollars. And God said, yes, that, that is true. A dollar would be like a million dollars to me. So the man boldly asked, then God, could I have a dollar? And God replied, yes. And the man got all excited until he heard God add, but you'll have to wait a second. <laughs> Prayer. Wonderful privilege that God has given to us. The invitation to talk with the God of the universe is of inestimable value. Would you say that word, inestimable, with me? Inestimable, that's a good word. It means it's priceless. You can't put a value on the privilege that we have in prayer. 
Oh, what pain we often forfeit. Oh, what needs we, we bear. All because we do not carry what? Everything to God in prayer. So as we begin our journey on the devotional in week one, we are going to contemplate. And the, the devotional for six weeks is not talking about money every day. It, it's just, it, we wanted to, to form a devotional for our spiritual journey together to encompass many things of our spiritual walk, beginning with praise to God for who He is in His person and for His faithfulness. In Deuteronomy 32, Moses is at the end of his life and in the Song of Moses, Moses proclaims, For I will proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God, the Rock. He is, his work is perfect, for all His ways are justice, a God of faithfulness and without iniquity. Just and upright is He. One of the great ways we can know our God is to look at the names of God. And in my study, I came across a list of 117 names that are in the Bible of names for God. And we're not going to look at all of them. You can breathe a sigh of relief this morning. 117 names. But I've pulled just a few and think about these. Some we just sang as the worship team did such a wonderful job this morning calling our, our attention to the Lord. The mighty God. Lord God, say it. Almighty. That's a powerful name. As a matter of fact, there is no name above that name. The Almighty. That's the God to whom we pray. The Lord, our righteousness. Without righteousness, we could not have a relationship with God. And it's His righteousness given to us through the person of Jesus Christ. He is life. He is the Messiah. He is Redeemer. He is Shepherd. You ever felt need for guidance, for comfort? Our God is that. He is the true God. He is wisdom. He is the way. He is the counselor. You ever wondered questions in life? Pray, talk to the counselor. Faithful witness, the word of God. He is the truth. John 14:6. And then in Revelation, this wonderful name of our Lord. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And so now we go to prayer and we'll praise God for who He is and for His faithfulness. Let's pray together. Our God, You are the Lord and beside You there is no other. From the time that the sun rises each day to the time it sets, you alone are God. We praise you today for your faithfulness that reaches to the clouds. And as your children, we praise you that your faithfulness has also reached into our very hearts with redemption that has come through Jesus Christ. Thank you for your faithfulness that forgives and cleanses and helps us to be faithful to you. Thank you also, Lord, that your faithfulness also reaches to every generation of those who fear you. How blessed is your name now and forevermore. So help us to praise you from mm. the rising of the sun mm. to its setting each day, because you are worthy of all praise. 
In Jesus' name. Lord, we continue in prayer as we sing. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. In week two, we will look at this wonderful thing about our God. Prayer is of inestimable value because we can ask God for big, great, and wondrous things. Would you read this text together with me? Ephesians 3.20 Now unto Him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Our God is great and mighty and does big and wonderful things. Jeremiah 33.3 Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 32.27 Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? And the answer is no. God does great and mighty things. As we've had the privilege of talking to God with whom all things are possible within His will, Pastor Bill has mentioned that he believes that Berean's greatest days, some of Berean's greatest days are yet in front of us. Praise the Lord. And look what God has done and is doing, already giving us our new lead pastor in a wonderful way and bringing new families to visit in our congregation just about every week we have someone new coming and in the lobby you're going to see the design and plans if you haven't seen them yet of our building expansion that we're asking God to help us build let us not be hesitant to pray and to ask God for great and mighty things for he can do these things is anything too hard for me no let's go to the Lord in prayer Lord Almighty, author of salvation, creator of all, sovereign controller, you are a great God and the great king above all gods. Lord, we come to you because we need you. Mm. And as we sang earlier, who can stop the Lord? Mm. He is capable and able of all. And so we come to you dependent people asking you for help because we are weak people so we ask that you be the supplier of all things not for our good but for your glory not for our praise but because we want to praise you in the midst of the things that you give us so lord to the king eternal immortal invisible the only wise god Mm -hmm. be honor and glory forever Lord, we continue in prayer as we sing. Then sings my soul 
my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Thank you, Lord. Prayer is of inestimable value, number three, because praying for God's power, we can accomplish His mission for us to reach the lost those that are far from God. And turn to Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. We find there listed that God has given to us the Holy Spirit to help us and to empower us to carry out His work. Jesus speaks these words before He ascends back to heaven after His resurrection. And He tells His disciples, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. In Acts chapter 2, we read in the Scriptures that on Pentecost, that great day, 3,000 souls were added to the church as Peter preached the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. The same gospel that we are proclaiming to Portage and Kalamazoo and all around, the good news of the gospel that men can be saved through Jesus Christ. But notice what took place between this commission in Acts 1.8 and Acts chapter 2 when the 3,000 were saved. Notice what took place in verse 14. All these, the disciples, were gathered in one accord and they were devoting themselves to what? Prayer. 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 A needy, powerful people. The power comes from the Lord for us to pray and ask for His power in our lives. Just a couple weeks ago, Pastor Bill gave us and showed us the numbers of the continued growth of our church in the nursery through up all through our children's ministries. Uh, several Sundays ago, I was told we had 18 infants, 18 babies in the nursery. Um, and I hear there's more on the way. Uh, so it's no wonder that God is leading us in this path of saying, let's expand our buildings for the changing of lives through the gospel of Jesus Christ. We praise the Lord for that, the expansion to reach more families and more children for Jesus Christ. And the need is clear and evident. And may we join together in prayer for God's power working through us to reach the lost. The number four, that prayer is of an estimable value because God, through prayer, provides the miracle of unity in His body. God, through prayer, provides the miracle of unity in His body, the church. In John 17, just before our Lord's crucifixion, Jesus is praying to the Father. And we get a window into the communion between the Father and the Son. And one of the things that is primary in Jesus' prayer to the Father is He prays that His disciples and the followers of Him would be one 
even as he is one with the Father. And as a matter of fact, in that same chapter, Jesus offers up a prayer for you and for me. For he says, I pray not for these alone, but for those which shall believe. Prayer on our behalf for the unity. And as you look at the church and the makeup of a church, even our own church, the different backgrounds, the different cultures that are represented, the different uh, um, uh, positions in life, and yet you see what God has done in bringing us together as a unified body. It is nothing short of a miracle. And how is that made possible? It's through Jesus Christ and the prayers of God's people. How God has blessed our Berean church family amazingly with longevity of unity as a church. My wife and I, through our many years of ministry, this is our third ministry, and we have, sad to say, been in ministries that have been pained deeply, wounded deeply because of division and strife and heartache. And those were difficult days, difficult years that God brought us through. And thank God He has preserved those two ministries. They are still going today. But the testimony of Bereans' longevity here is that God has preserved the unity. May we never take it for granted. May we continue to pray for that. For all members, those who have joined uh, Berean as members of this local church body, we have all agreed to certain biblical principles given in our church covenant, including we commit to praying for the pursuing of unity, peace, and well-being of this local church as we walk in Christian love. We commit to kindness in speech, to being slow to take offense, and to being always ready for reconciliation with one another. That's in our church covenant, and rightly so. We are called for unity to pray for one another in James chapter 5 and verse 16. Think about this. It's pretty hard to kick somebody when you're on your knees praying for them. Pray for one another. Pray. Psalm 33, verse 1, Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Thank God for the unity that He gives. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, asking God to help us to keep reaching the lost and to continue to preserve the unity for the testimony of His name. Lord, missions and unity are two themes, two topics that go together. Right now, today, around the world, churches are going before you in worship and prayer and mm -hmm. the studying of God's Word. and Just incredible. It's absolutely incredible to think about that. That no matter where we are, no matter, no matter uh, who we are with, you are with us as well. Mm -hmm. And we can worship you in, in spirit and in truth. Since the beginning of, of creation, Lord, you planned your son to come to, to redeem the lost. We pray it now, Lord, for our friends, for our missionaries that we support, that we know well around the world, Lord, that are serving you. And, mm -hmm. and, and some of them uh, in, in harm's way even today. We pray for your protection and for your provision for them, Lord, in the time to come. For our church, Lord, as we enter into another transition, another, another phase of, of the life of this body, I pray for unity. I pray, Lord, that you would, you would help us to, 
to not only get along, but to be people who encourage each other, love each other, mm. and that you would be glorified through our actions. Mm. I pray, Lord, that as the world around us and even the immediate community, as they see us and they see our people here, Lord, that through our testimonies of how we get along and how we love each other, that they will see you. I ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. In the fifth week, we will look at the biblical principle of stewardship. Prayer is of inestimable value because prayer is vital to being faithful, good stewards of all God has given us. How can we be good stewards of what God has given us? We seek wisdom from above. We look into and receive God's Word and we pray asking for God to give us direction in managing the time, talents, and treasures He has given us. 1 Corinthians 4.2 Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. Being faithful, we need wisdom, direction from the Lord. And so, James 1.5 says if we lack wisdom, we pray, we ask God, we talk to God. You know what? God wants us to be a talent of everything that we have. You cannot give to God what you do not have. But everything that we have has come from God. And so we're to use that for His glory. Paul said in uh, another part of Corinthians, what do, you, uh, what do you have that you did not receive? Everything we have comes from Him. And it's far more than just our money, our time, our talents, our abilities are to be given to God as stewards of what He has, first of all, given to us. For everything we have has indeed come from Him. And one day in this week's devotion, we'll look into the life of Joseph, who was sold into slavery by his brothers. And he was put into prison. And there he served the Lord with what he have, had, a steward of the talents he had been given. He was then put into Potiphar's house. He was serving the Lord there. Then God ultimately brought him to the rule over the kingdom, second only to Pharaoh. He was faithful, offering to God, being a good steward of simply what God gave to him. And then God gave him more for God's honor and for his glory. And then the last week, week number six, prayer is of an estimable value because prayer is imperative, absolutely necessary for a growing endurance of my life's commitment to the Lord. Prayer is imperative for a growing endurance of my life's commitment to the Lord. Ephesians 6, 18. Paul writes this at the end of this passage where he gives uh, the pieces of armor for the Christian and uh, to prepare ourselves for living for Jesus Christ, putting on the whole armor of God, and he closes that passage with this verse, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication, with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. The old hymn writer said, prayer keeps the Christian's armor bright. We put on the armor, but we must pray. That will help us be strong, growing in strength in our commitment to the Lord. And our prayer life is a demonstration of that commitment to the Lord. We talk to those we love, do we not? 
we talk to those we love. And if we love the Lord, may we be growing in that love and demonstrating that by showing that in our time of prayer in talking with Him. Notice the word in words in the phrases in Ephesians 6.18, perseverance, and the phrase for all the saints. As my reflection on this particular passage on this last week, we spend one day looking at this very powerful truth. In this last week of devotions together, one of the days is given to reflection on church members, Berean church members, who in years past have given their time, talent, and treasures to the Lord. Through prayer, they persevered in giving to the Lord, not just to build these buildings we now enjoy, but more importantly, to reach people. How many of you this summer have enjoyed the air conditioning here? Have you enjoyed that? Yes. Uh, how many will, of us will enjoy the heat in the winter, right? You enjoy the lights? How about the soft pews? Why are they here? Somebody was faithful. Somebody was serving the Lord with full commitment. And we enjoy these facilities that God has given to us. However, there's something more important than facilities and buildings. Think about this. In reaching people for Jesus, then, each of us have treasured relationships now. Because of faithful people gone before, they reached people for Jesus. We now enjoy those relationships because the church continues to grow because of faithful, committed followers of Jesus who have gone before us with the gospel and the love of Christ, we too now have friendships that will last forever. Amen? What a blessing. What a blessing. And through prayer and commitment to the Lord, they persevered for His glory. So the question is, will we be and do the same for those coming behind us. You may say that's a bit awkward in English, but I wrote it that way for a purpose because we must be before we can do for the glory of God. Will we be committed, faithful servants to the Lord and accomplish those things that He wants to do through us for His honor and for His glory? And so the application is quite simple this morning. Pray. How are you doing in your prayer life? How am I doing in my prayer life? Pray. Humbly seek the Lord and His guidance in all areas of my life by talking to Him a lot. A lot. Pray without ceasing. Talk to God a lot. going to ask you to stand at this time, if you will. And as we come to the conclusion of our message this morning, I'm going to invite all those that would like to come and kneel at the altar and pray. I'm going to pray as we close. If you would like to come, and it matters not how many or how few come, you may come and pray. Kneel here before the Lord. It's a great opportunity if you are so inclined. Not a problem if not. And we're going to offer up to the Lord our prayers and ask Him to help us be 
good stewards and be committed followers of him for the honor and glory of his name. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, it is uh, truly amazing that you would love us so much to provide access into your presence through this wonderful privilege of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming to inhabit human flesh. To be our Savior. Lord, help us to keep growing in that relationship with you that will continue to honor the, the great commandment that you gave us to love you with all of our heart and soul and mind and strength. And Lord, to be good stewards of our time our talents, our abilities, and of our treasures. To be those who would represent you well in every area of these areas of our lives for your honor and for your glory. We thank you and we praise you for being a great and awesome God. We thank you that we can pray and ask you for big and mighty things. We thank you for the privilege of sharing the gospel with others and for the unity you've provided. And so in praying to you, we ask and we commit this campaign to you that you will supply and provide exactly all that is needed and even exceedingly abundantly above for the honor and the glory of your name. And may our lives truly reflect the prayer that we sing now as we close to you we lift our voices and sing. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take my moments and my days, let them flow in ceaseless praise, let them flow in ceaseless praise. Take my silver and my gold, not a mite would I withhold. Take my intellect and use Every gift as you shall choose. Every gift as you shall choose. And the last. Take my love, my Lord, I pour. At your feet its treasure store. Take myself and I will be ever only all for Thee, ever only all for Thee. And all of God's people said, Amen. Wonderful singing, wonderful prayer to commence our week as well as to move into our daily devotions together. Pastor Josh and I will be down front if you have a spiritual need.
We'd be glad to talk with you. Pastor Jim and Pastor Ryan aren't around. Thank you for coming. God bless you on your week.